Hi everybody out there and welcome to Vox Sing Academy's video podcast number 13. 13. Okay, so today's video podcast is a topic uh, that is very widely talked about and we get lots of comments and questions about this particular topic. Uh, M. Before we start, actually, if you like this channel, guys, please subscribe. Um, Press notification bell. Ding, ding, ding. If you have any questions, please put them in the description below. Uh, not the description, what do you call comments. it? The comments below. And we'll be sure to get back to every single comment, we promise. This topic that we're going to be talking about today is very widely discussed, and it is about building or gaining confidence in your voice and your singing, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is something that's quite often brought up when students come in to me for their uh, their first initial class, even if they're an yeah. experienced singer. Yeah. They say, hey, percent people. I mm-hmm. want, I need a, can I build more confidence in your voice? I'm going, well, you've been singing for 10 years. So <laughs> um, it is something that is, it is very widely discussed, but we'll just sort of take it back from, let's just say someone that's maybe more so a, a beginner. Um, so the first port of call that I think that we, well, we will speak about this is that we should talk about is, is possibly getting a, a singing teacher because they're going to be able to give you the skills. They're also going to be able to critique you as well too mm-hmm. to keep you up with um, and give you any guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really the, the, first, the first point is, is to get a, a, a good quality singing teacher. You know, you can do stuff on YouTube and do all this stuff at home. Um, and it's great to do that and record yourself. That's yes. absolutely fantastic and it's imperative that you record yourself. But I think that you can, and I know that I did, I had singing lessons, I've had singing teachers. I progressed so much quicker with someone giving me a couple of points that just changed things up, that made me do X, mm-hmm. breathe here, smile there, uh, whatever it might be. So I think that really sort of helped helped me out to progress a lot quicker um, mm-hmm. without going, oh geez, I've got to try to work this out and get this happening. And I think that's with anything, do you know what I mean? I think if you have to, for instance, make a glass. Um, if you go and speak to someone, a glass blower about making a glass, he's going to be able to, how to show you how to do it. Yeah. Yes, it's going to take you an hour or two to, for him to explain, but once you've done that, you can go and make your own glass. And your first few dozens attempts probably will be a little bit bubbly, mm. but you'll know where you're going and you will be able to go and show them to your <clears throat> glass blowing teacher and say okay so why is there, is there an air bubble there mm. Mm. temperature was not right mm. you know so having constant feedback from a teacher is very important because teachers are objective people it's not in teachers interest to just give you compliments or just being abusive towards anybody mm. teachers want the students to improve because you guys are our reputation well, it is, it, is a, it is at Vox Singing Academy. How other people run their businesses is, up, is totally up to them. But, you know, we our, our motto is we have every Monday morning is result-driven. We've got to be result-driven, so we want to see results from the student. Um, so it's really, really important that you know, we're giving the student the right techniques to progress them as quickly and as safely as we possibly can. So I think that's a really big thing that we pride ourselves on. But just going back to that, I think that practice to build up confidence in your voice and this doesn't matter whether it's voice or whether it's 
basketball or whether it's dancing, mm-hmm. um, whatever it might be, you've got to practice. And the more that you do it, the better that you'll be at it. Uh, and I think a perfect example of that is when I play scales in a, in a singing lesson class, and you know, em, I don't, you know, I wore my voice over, over the Christmas break. I, it takes me, if I have three weeks off, four weeks off, it, I've, got to walk, I've got to get my voice back in a shape one or two weeks before mm-hmm. I start classes. With my piano playing, it just happens. But I'm not even thinking about my piano playing when I'm in a class. Uh, because I've, we've just done it that much, I'm thinking yeah. about what I'm going to give to the students. So to be great at anything, um, and this is anything, even with a job or any occupation, they always say you've got to do it for a thousand hours. That's that's the uh, thoughtfully, uh, uh, not uh, just sit there. That, that's a, that's <laughs> a basic basic benchmark, and a lot of people, um, and that's a benchmark in society. And really, if you're working, I think if you divide that by mm-hmm. forty hours. To do in a workplace, I think that's nearly six months uh, or a year. Maybe I haven't done my math, but I think it's generally they said it's six six months until you become very good at something. And I think that is a great gauge for singers. S- minimum six months of practice, consistent practice. Yeah, if if you can't practice, if you just think that. I, I hear it often from like, absolute beginners who were probably told by their parents that they are great. They would come into class and say, oh, I'm here just for a couple of lessons, just to get a couple of pointers. And then they open their mouth and I'm like, mate, here are pointers, but if you won't be practicing it consistently, it won't happen. Yeah. So um, why people don't get results, why people don't get confident, is because they get an advice and they don't follow it. The best advice that we can give here is practice. <laughs> can, can I just bring something up there as well too? The very best singers that are out there, Ariana Grande, um, Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin, Freddie Mercury, um, you name it, these guys practiced. Okay, they did. They, they, they all practiced. Um, I also just want to just go off the off off the subject here a little bit as well too, but I know that with practicing, it's very important that you do really good quality practice. But you practice like most days. I think it's better to practice more days than having doing big chunks. Another thing that I wanted to say as well too, and I've been teaching for a long time, and you can probably say this as well too, Em, is that. People that come in with absolute natural singing ability is very, very rare. I'm saying, this is me over the last 28 years, probably 2% of my students. The rest of them, and myself included, had to work our face off. Well, if we break it down, what a natural singing ability is, it's just a practice that people did unconsciously. So they are either from a musical family or they are just constantly sitting there with a guitar strumming at social gatherings. Uh, They don't think about Mm. it as a practice, but it's happening. Mm. I think a perfect example of that was Frank Sinatra when he was in the Mafia and the Mafia actually kicked him out. They said, you're too good a singer, we want you to focus on your singing career. Uh, So he did. But then again, he was singing in his mum's bars back then his mum it was during during the 
the time in America, I forgot, it was a particular time when you weren't allowed to sell alcohol. What was that mm. particular time? Not the recession. Or the dry something. It was yeah. called, anyway, his mum owned uh, an underground bar mm -hmm. and he used to sing at those there. And that's how he got his break there from, again, consistently practicing as well too. So I think if you want to build up confidence in anything, but especially singing, because singing's a very personal instrument. If you're playing guitar, or even myself, I play piano, I make a mistake on the piano, I go, ah, stupid fingers. I don't personally blame myself, I blame my fingers. No, it wasn't. It was really this that did it, that was controlling these. But I just went, no, my stupid fingers. Oh, guitar, oh, my fingers. Mm -hmm. But the voice, people go, ah, oh, it's a reflection of me. And it's a very personal thing because it's, it's your voice. It's, you yourself are an instrument there. There is no other instrument to blame. Oh, my guitar was not tuned properly. <laughs> exactly. And, and then we really jump from one thing to the next. Your voice is, and this is very important, guys. Please take this away and write this one down. Your voice is an, is an expression of your emotions and how you're feeling. Now, especially with females, you guys go through the monthly cycle, and I hear it in girls' voices. Yeah. I hear their voice. Not change a lot, but I can hear the different, different, um, the difference in their voice yeah. over the month. When can, they come. I, can I weigh in on this a little bit? Sure, and yeah. then I'm going to go. Then I'm going to go with because I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> what I was, where I was going to go there, but you go, and yeah, then hopefully so I'll come back. I'm, uh, as a female, yeah, uh, a lot of guys don't talk, don't talk about it. I'm really happy that Peter does. Um, we like our vocal folds, all of our mucous membranes swell. Uh, right before the period of sausage fingers, we have very little control, so pitch control is worse. We get a bit more phlegmy, obviously a bit more irritable, like so emotionality comes through. And it's just important for all of my fellow female singers out there. Guys, it's, it's, there's nothing scary about it, it's just life, you still need to keep, keep practicing. Uh, even when you feel that your pitch is not very good, your tone is not very good. You know, you're going to be doing this your whole life. <laughs> just get on with the program. <laughs> Can I just go that with females? Again, it varies with some females. Some females I, I don't notice that much. Some I see quite a big difference. Yeah. So it really depends on that. With guys as well too, you know, I everyone goes through biorhythms. There are some, some weeks, like at the moment, this week I'm chugging through on four hours of sleep and I'm totally fine. There are some weeks where I just can't go with on four hours, I, I need more. So biorhythms are a big one. There are some days you wake up and you can just take the world on. Um, there are some days that you can't. So I always generally have an afternoon slump between four and five. I'm sort of generally at my lowest points and then I'm coming back up. That's just me, I know how to do that. I try to have some carbs earlier on, on in the day that nullifies that big lull mm -hmm. there as well too and not just eating lollies at that time because that brings me up and then at six o'clock I'm even further down. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting off the subject here, um, but I just think practice is, is very, very important. Um, continued practice all the time, accepting and loving your voice and your abilities where you are at that particular point. Um, so accept your voice, accept what it can do, accept what it sounds like. It's like you've got red yeah. wavy hair. Um, it, you can 
straighten it, but you go out in the rain, it's gonna be red and wavy, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing, and a lot of people come in uh, and they say, I've heard Michael Jackson, or I heard uh, Ariana Grande, or I heard uh, Bruno Mars, and I wanna sing that high. And I'm going, well look, okay, you're a baritone, and with technique we can get there, but it's gonna take a little while, because he's a natural tenor. Mm -hmm. That's what he is, so accept your voice uh, with what it is, because there are great lower singers, Ed Sheeran is, and it, I always refer back to Ed Sheeran because you can see it on YouTube, you can see when he was young, in his early teens, and he wasn't that great, he just practiced. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all it was, just busked, the busking videos of him uh, that, that aren't that great, uh, and it's just really good that they're up there. Yeah, also we have this perception of our own voice when we just talk and sing ourselves. We hear a lot of internal phonation, like internal resonance, which other people around us don't. This is why a lot of people, when they hear their voice recorded for the first time, just go, oh my God, yep. is this me? This is so bad. Exactly. It's big, like right now, right there, just close your ears, just plug your ears and go, na 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 na. You will hear some component of your voice very low and beautiful and deep that nobody else will ever hear because it's just direct resonance going into your skull bones and yeah. so on. Yeah, so it's just physics and biology. Make peace with it and start recording yourself as often as you can to get used to the sound of your voice. A uh, huge shout out to Henry and Alina, my two students who last week were super unhappy about their voice. <laughs> the sound of their voice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I remember the first time I heard my voice recorded back. I, I remember... I remember when I was very young, I was in primary school, and I remember having a bath. Don't hold that against me. But I had, I had the Beatles playing, and I remember putting my head underneath the water like this, and then singing, and hearing different things. I, go, I remember getting up going, oh my God, yeah. what was that? And I remember putting my head back underneath, and I'm going, Jesus Christ, is that what I sound like, you know, with my head underneath the water like that? And I was like, mm -hmm. that was a, that was my first experience of hearing myself mm -hmm. uh, for the first time underneath water. It's probably a different thing than recording yourself, but I remember recording myself as well too. Mm -hmm. um, and again, you just got to accept yourself. And I think, I actually think it is, uh, it's a gift to have a unique sounding voice. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But then again, Em, on the same time, voices are like fingerprints. There are no two alike. Mm -hmm. You know, there. I know that we can phrase the same and, and different things. And I know Greta Van Fleet have been brought up a lot because he phrases and sings in the same key and even pauses the same as uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. But still, he's got different things. He screams mm -hmm. a lot stronger than Robert Plant's ever were. Um, but accept and, and love your voice, uh, and I think having a unique voice is a great, great thing. Um, I think a great example of that is Macy Gray, and there's a song of hers, which is a hit song called I Try, yeah. and she was a session writer for a long, long time, and she used to sell her songs, and because everyone was saying, oh, you know, your voice is awful. Uh, Bruce, Springs, Bruce Springsteen's the same. If anyone knows Bruce Springsteen's story as well too, all of the um, <clears throat> booking agents and recording company people said, no, your voice is awful. Stick to, stick to just, just play the guitar. Your voice is gravelly. It's awful. It's, it's, it's crazy. And he just went, no, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to listen to you. This is the boss. 
uh, and he's he's one. That's that's a really famous story where they had a lot of record company people and booking agents and managers of, of places saying mm -hmm. stick to the guitar. Just mm -hmm. stick to the guitar, boy, your voice is awful. Macy Gray was a big one. She had a really unique voice. Guys, check her out. I'll put it in, in the link here um, as well too. Mm -hmm. um, I tried by Macy Gray. Mm -hmm. And the session singer didn't, by coincidence, the session singer didn't turn up to the recording studio. The producer said, Macy, uh, I've got you. Can you come in and do the track? Well, I've got this voice that sounds like Donald Duck. <laughs> I don't care. Let's just come and do it. Bang, rest is history. Mm -hmm. So... Um, Guys, check that out. Uh, I try by Macy Gray, so they just accept your voice. That's really the big thing. Uh, love yourself. Love your voice. Have fun doing it. Pick keys that best suit yourself, and and record yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you can hear yourself back. It's like a time capsule as well. Too, if you, and if you honestly practice and work really hard, you'll go back in three months, two months, and you'll geez, yeah, I have improved. Wow, that's 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 really. Yeah. You know, being self-aware and listening to yourself and saying, look, yeah, I've got to sing that part higher. Or I was a bit flat there. Um, or why am I, I not sounding good there? Take it to a teacher. Yeah. You know? Be, be objective. If you can't, then ask for an advice. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Especially now that we've been doubling down on social media. Now, we get lots of people sending us stuff on uh, Instagram yeah. and different things. Oh, like, please keep doing that. That's keep, awesome. Keep, I love keep, it. Keep doing it, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm singing this. I'm doing that. And, you know, we we reply to everyone. But if we spent 10 minutes in every, we would have no time in the day. Mm -hmm. So we have a, we listen, we watch everything, and we get back with a very quick, generally, I get back mm -hmm. with a, a recorded memo on Insta. Um, to, to all the people and um, and also uh, YouTube as well too. So, yeah. but that's really I think they're they're the main points really. Um, getting a getting a good teacher is going to fast track you. Practicing, accept yourself and your voice, and record yourself so you got a benchmark of of where you are. But the bottom line is practice. Pra yes. Pra practice makes perfect. I would also recommend um, another thing for your confidence is try different genres because sometimes we have this idea in our head that I want to sound like this singer and this singer combined or that I want the like we have this idea of a sound that we want but to, it may turn out that you like something completely different like as a child I was a big fan of Whitney Houston like Queen of the Night was my favorite song ever, um, Queen of the Night. I, I would just be belting it out all day long, boring everybody. Uh, and hadn't I been introduced to metal at one point and hadn't I tried to do anything heavier, uh, I'd probably still be hung up on how I don't sound like Whitney Houston and never will, you know. Uh, <laughs> so try different things. I worked on uh, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston with um Leah, a prospective mm -hmm. teacher, yeah. and I hadn't worked on that song for a long time because because yeah. back in the nineties it was like the go-to Every, song. Everybody, it's like Ariana Grande now. Everybody uh, brings Ariana Grande. But it was really good to go back and revise that and listen to it through mm -hmm. fresh ears and older ears. And geez, she oh. was so good. She yeah. was so good. She was. She okay, was don't like, make me cry now. Okay, stop it. Let's let's <laughs> let's keep on going. So we'll wrap it up. But really, practice is the big thing. Love and accept yourself, guys. Don't. A, a big thing that I can also say is don't um, compare yourself to other people. 
you know. Don't compete, don't compare. No, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. You know, I was reading about uh, Venus Williams and her sister, and you know, they were playing tennis since like they were three. There's like footage of these little kids who can barely hit the yeah. ball over the net. Um, you know, Ariana Grande, a lot of these people have been singing, singing all their lives. There's so. footage of Ariana singing in, in her car when she was four, like mom filmed her. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, don't compare yourself. Have patience. A big one is patience. Your voice is a muscle in it and you've got to strengthen it up. It's like going to the gym. You can go to the gym one day, you look in the mirror, you're not going to see any results. Two days, even a week later, two weeks later, you go to the gym, you don't even see results. You start to see results three, four, five, six weeks later when you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. True. Yes, same with your voice. Yeah. It's a muscle. It's the same thing. You've got to train it. You've got to lift weights uh, with your voice. You've got to practice it. And I, I couldn't say anything more but practicing. I recommend practicing six to seven days a week. All my guys are practicing six days a week. One day off, so we just have a bit of a rest day. The rest of the time, practicing every day. Mick Jagger still does. That's it. That's all about <laughs> confidence. It is. Practice. It all boils down to practice. It's all it is. Practice and recording yourself and then improving. Okay, Em, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Let's finish with another Yay. high five. And let's do that again. That's all. Wrap. <laughs> that was super late. Yeah, lame. there we go. <laughs> Third time lucky. So <laughs> many bloopers. Oh my God. Okay, guys, thank you very much for watching. I uh, really appreciate it. And um, we will see you next week on um, number 14. Okay, much love. Have a great week. See ya.